Hey, welcome to the Virtual Bridge Podcast with Miguel and Michelle. And today we have an awesome, awesome person, a special guest in our podcast. We want to go ahead and introduce him. Yes. Um, Um, We want to acknowledge you, Ed. Ed. So Ed Roman has been following the Lord since November 1st, 1986. Ed Roman recently retired from the LA County Sheriff Department after a 32-year career in law enforcement. During his career and maintaining a Christ-centered life, he worked with some of the most notorious criminals in the country at the Men's Central Jail and Twin Towers. As a national recruiter for the Sheriff's Department, Ed Roman has spoken at colleges, universities, high schools, and other venues on the value of police work. Ed Roman is the author of By the Book, From the Book, a life story from humble beginnings to tragedy to redemption. Ed has also spoken and shared the word of God at Freedom House Church during men's conference, connect groups, and has shared his testimony alongside his wife, Linda, during marriage conferences. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yes, Ed, we love your heart to be of service to everyone. Amen. Um, we want to go ahead and pray and invite the Holy Spirit, and then we sure. could get into sharing uh, your testimony. So, Father God, we come before you. Father God, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God. I want to thank you right now, Father God, for what you're getting ready to do with this podcast episode, Father God, for all the law enforcement that you're going to reach, Father God, because it is you, Father God, who's reaching them through us, Father God. I pray a covering over all the law enforcement right now, Father God. Protect them. May they listen to this podcast with an open mind, an open heart, ready to receive your love, your wisdom, your knowledge, Father God. Father God, Holy Spirit of the living God, reside in us. Let it be you, Holy Spirit, that speak through us. Father God, I lift up your son, Edward Roman, right now, Father God. Extend his territory indeed so he may reach more people than ever before, Father God. We honor you. We love you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Brother, so if you could just, you know, we want to speak to all the law enforcement right now. Right. Like if we're speaking to them. Okay. And... If you could just share, uh, we could start, if you could just share a little bit about your law enforcement career, and then we'll just, you know, Amen. go into it. Bro. Amen. Well, um, well, first and foremost, uh, we want to thank the Lord Amen. for being so good to us, Amen. Uh, for being so merciful. <laughs> and so, um, and then November, right? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. you know, I'm trying to grow the barba, you know, uh, the brocha, yeah. um, yeah. no, the, the mustache, mm. uh, for men's awareness, you know, okay, come and, on. um, you know, for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and suicide. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm growing it out for that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, law enforcement, yes. Um, this was a calling uh, in my life. I was six years old, mm-hmm. and I saw a deputy, and um, he took time out to talk to me, and I knew that's what I want to be. Wow. That was, that was already. And then, you know, TV shows like, you know, Adam 12, Chips. All that had an impact on my life also, Come on. but also, um, it was just a calling. Yeah. Amen. And so, um, going out, you know, in my years in high school, um, and after that, um, there was a, an event that happened in my life where I said, I will never do drugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I know that's going to probably hinder me from becoming a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. So it was all about, you know, going to school, playing sports and, uh, just staying on the up and up, staying clean yes. uh, to be able to get into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So um, I got on to the, to the department at uh, 24 wow. and uh, well, 30 plus years later, here Come I am yeah. talking That's about, awesome. you know, being retired and I'm still working currently. Okay. Um, I retired from the sheriff's department and I got bored, believe it or not. And so, <laughs> yeah. uh, an opportunity came up and I got hired on with the Irvine Valley College Police mm. Department. Nice. And so I'm a campus police officer enjoying that. It's Irvine. Nice area. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, I have quite a bit of contrast from where I used to work. Yeah. But um, that's where I'm at currently. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, I want to go back a little bit to where that law enforcement officers took that time off to, you know, talk to you and he planted a good seed. And I remember you sharing me sharing with me a story where you were at a 7-Eleven and there was like two young, you know, boys trying to buy something oh, and, yeah. and that you were like, you know what? Hey, gentlemen, grab whatever you guys want. This is from, you know, yeah. the sheriff's department uh-huh. and you, you're planting those seeds of greatness, those seeds of, 
of you know hope and and letting them know that law enforcement it, it's not there they're not there to attack them right because right. the world tells them different stories it's just not what you see on tv yeah there's there, yeah there's law enforcement officers that have that want to protect yes society amen you know, yeah. protect lives and mm -hmm. that's what we do mm -hmm. that's awesome man yes. so we want to go into a little bit of um sharing um the sacrifice of being obedient to what god wants us to do um, and it, it, it is a sacrifice because you know we want to speak right now to all the law enforcement that that live a centered uh, a christ-centered life right now and they're they're doing law enforcement work but you know they they kind of feel that they want to give up because they just want to fit in mm -hmm. with the rest of the people that that you know are making fun of them or Maybe they feel like they don't fit in right. and they want to quit. So uh, if you could talk about that. Well, bit. you know, um, the ed that started in law enforcement was a different was a different ed than the one that finished it. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. Um, I got saved at 19 years old. Ooh, come on. And I gave it all up for for, for the Lord. Mm. I mean, I even I had a girlfriend at the time. Beautiful, gorgeous. And um by the way, she's my wife after 33 <laughs> years, okay? Um, uh, I liked it, so I put a ring on it, okay? So anyway, um, I broke up with her. I wanted nothing but Jesus mm. when I just when it went headfirst into the faith. Mm -hmm. Come on. I was um, had thoughts of suicide in my teens, and that lingered with me. And as soon as I gave my life to Jesus, man, that, that just gone. Mm. So... Uh, it was full on out for Jesus, getting to the uh, the department, going through the academy, working a jail. Mm -hmm. It's all about God. Mm. He's blessed me and he equipped me to work in the world's largest jail mm. where um, the maximum capacity is 5,000 and we had over 10,000 wow. inmates wow. at the time. Whoa. Yeah. So um, the way I was able to go into is by listening to messages you know, getting prayed up before mm. I go into jail, work the jail. Um, and then um, um, there was one scripture that really stood with me. And it was Proverbs 16, 7. And okay. it says, when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies at peace with him. Mm. Amen. Yes. And so when you stick and you stand on the word of God and you go into the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. Yes. You got to be ready. You got to be prayed up. Yeah. Amen. And through that, I see, I saw God move and made opportunities for me to pray for inmates. Mm. Mm. Yeah. To be that deputy, man, you deputy, you're different. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I got Jesus. Man. Yeah. You were yeah. set apart, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, there were the, you know, your soft uh, inmate lover and, you know, those didn't phase me one bit because mm. I knew I had a calling. Mm. Yes. Amen. I had a calling to do whatever God was telling me to do. Yes, and and I remember. Um, by the way, Ed Roman is a author of by the book, from the book. We're going to talk a little bit more about your book, right. and um, it it brings me back to a story in in your book where this mother was traveling a long distance. Oh yeah, and she was late or something like that, uh -huh. and and your colleagues or you know your coworkers they said no 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 we're not going to let her in, but you were the one that you were right. set apart, and you were like no 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 no. We're going to let her see her, her, her son, yeah. you know, and, and, and just being different. And, you know, yeah. but w what could you, what encouragement can you give to that law enforcement officer listening right now that wants to give up just because he wants to like, uh, you know, be part of the crowd or, or yeah. there's know. like that pressure and like yeah. not wanting to conform to that Amen. or like battling. Right. Um, again, uh, when you're all in for Christ. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. Come on. The voices, the outside voices that try to, that doesn't matter because mm. you're listening to the voice. Mm. Come on. That yes. is leading you. That Amen. is guiding you. Amen. And so first and foremost, if you don't know Christ, I encourage you to get to know him and mm -hmm. give your life Amen. Uh, to the Savior. Yes. Uh, if you do know him, I pray that you get to know him on another level. Come on. Something that you want that's just... That's who you are. Mm -hmm. And I've learned the difference between that mm -hmm. because, again, I started that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
and I had, you know, a family and, you know, uh, raised children, uh, bought a home, you know, a husband. When my uniform, when I took off my uniform to put it in my duffel bag to go home, that was the end of Deputy Roman. Mm. Come on. Now I'm Ed, I'm dad, I'm honey, boo, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, that's not me anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I tried to walk as a Christian, as a man of God. And a lot of times people have the badge and that's what they identify with. Mm. Come on. And see, it's for a law enforcement officer, you carry two shields, yeah. the shield of faith and the shield that you represent mm -hmm. as a law enforcement officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of them today are being scrutinized beyond comprehension. Wow. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of attacks. Attacks. Um, and and it all and it all comes down to the subversion of the authority of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Romans 13 says we're the governing authorities. Yeah. God has placed us to enforce laws, to, you know, um, uh, to take bad people to jail. That's 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 our job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that was what I held on to for dear life. And mm -hmm. I say that almost, you know, for dear life, because yeah. uh, both spiritually and physically, mm -hmm. we don't deal with good people. Mm -hmm. People yeah. don't call us when they're having a nice backyard party and saying, hey, come and join us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, they call us when, you know, it all breaks loose and, you know, something's happening. And mm -hmm. yeah. And so, you know, we show up and there's a pressing issue and there's something going on. And, you know, so. yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's powerful. That's powerful. Thanks for sharing that, man. Uh -huh. And we want to talk a little bit about the rewards, yeah. the rewards of of staying obedient and what what comes after being obedient. So Michelle has a question. Yeah. Amen. So the reward of staying obedient and not neglect, not neglecting the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So in your story, there was Ronald, an inmate oh, yeah. who you shared about and you heard the Holy Spirit tell you, like, talk to him. And a part of you didn't want to, yeah. but you stayed obedient. And there was a reward after that. Can you share yeah. about that story? Can I, and, yeah, and of I, course. I know it's a story. And, and can I read from the yeah, book? Yeah, of course. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, um, one night, it was about 2 a.m., and I was conducting a security check on the jail ward. The jail ward is at the Alley County Hospital, and it's a jail in the hospital. When you see that, uh, that chase and... Uh, you know, the suspect crashes. When the officers make the arrest, before they can take him to jail, they have to get a clear to book. Mm -hmm. So they can, you know, all right, so he's, he's good to go. He's patched up, you know, whatever the case may be. If he's seriously injured, he stays at the jail ward. Mm -hmm. So I worked okay. there for two years. Great time in my career. Great job. And so yeah. um, uh, one of the uh, assignments on the jail ward is to... Uh, provide security for the ward. We had about maybe 40 inmates wow. mm -hmm. that, you know, are we're sick, injured or something that they're there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so it was on my security check and I entered a room with six inmates who were all on gurneys and uh, were asleep. I was about to exit the room and I noticed one inmate who was awake. I acknowledged him with a nod. And as I walked away, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, talk to him. Mm -hmm. I stopped and said to myself, Lord, I don't want to talk to him. I just want to go on and do my, my thing, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. I, again, I heard talk to him. Reluctantly, I said, okay. I asked the inmate's name, and, which I learned was Ronald. How are you doing? Not good, deputy. What's wrong? Doc says, uh, I only got two weeks to live. Mm -hmm. And I can look at him and I was like, okay, yeah, he's this poor guy. He's John DeSee and... But um, uh, I, could, uh, I couldn't help but notice he was very thin and sickly looking. A sudden deep sense of compassion came over me. I thought to myself, this man is dying. Does he know Jesus? Mm. Ooh, come on. Um, I said, Ronnie, if something happened to you and you were to die, would you go to heaven? He looked at me with a puzzled stare and said, yes, no, I don't know. Mm. I said, Ronnie, would you like to know for sure? Mm. He smiled and answered, yes. So I inquired if he wanted to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior. 
I asked him the question based on Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I told Ronnie, we're going to pray. Mm. Repeat after me. And as we prayed, it seemed like we were the only two people on earth at the time. After we prayed and he received Christ as a savior, I congratulated him on his decision. And I told him that I'd see him one day again in heaven. Mm. That's powerful. He says, thank you, deputy. And he said that with a weak smile. Mm. And that's the last time I saw Ronnie alive. Wow. Wow. Not knowing. So um, I come back after a couple of a days off. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how Ronnie's doing. And I go to the charge nurse and I said, hey, uh, Ronnie, you know, in room such and such, in bed such and such, he's not there anymore. What happened? I thought maybe he got a, a release mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, he got moved to a different part of the hospital, went back to jail. I wasn't sure. So I said, where'd he go? So she looked at the charge or at the chart and she looked at me and she said, he died two days ago. Wow. And I just, wow. Yeah. Right? Yes. And then I just, Lord, you're so magnificent. Mm-hmm. You're so wonderful. So merciful. Wow. Merciful that yes. this man in his last days, you still gave him an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Yes. And what a, what a what an honor to be used in that capacity. Yes. And I don't take that lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I just... But that's the difference between not being obedient Come on. and being obedient. Yes. I'm sure the Lord would have used someone else, a nurse, uh, another inmate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But because I stepped in to yeah. the call, yes. I was yeah. able to be used and to lead this man. And I'll see, I'll see Ronnie again. Amen. Amen. I'll see Amen. Ronnie so again. Beautiful. Man, that story is so powerful. And yes. for the listeners right now, man, just don't neglect that still small voice yeah. from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do not neglect it because God wants to use everyone. Yes. But we have to be willing to be a vessel so true. for the yeah. Lord. So, man, yeah. just I, I think about the story and come on, man, it's 2 a.m. Yeah. Right. It, it's he's the only one up. Yeah. Why were you there? <laughs> the Lord is so intentional. All man. God yes. Yes. No doubt. The Lord put you there. And in, in our human nature, you were just like, I don't want to yeah, talk to yeah. him. I wanna, right? It's two in the morning. You probably wanted to take off yeah, and I finish up get your my paperwork. Coffee and, or, and chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know. man, you were obedient. And look at the reward behind it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. What if you would have neglected? Two days later, you would have found out. You would have, man, you would have felt terrible. You yeah, would've, I would have. I would have. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, but again, God, God will, God has a purpose. Yes. Amen. And so, like I said, if not me. Someone else will step in. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Amen. That's the way. That's his yes. his word, and that's it's true to his word. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that man, I stepped into it, and now yes. you know I get to see that man one day. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so. beautiful, man. Thanks for sharing that story. Yes. yes. Definitely. We that's want to good. talk a little bit about if you could share um, the uh, you talked a little bit about like law enforcement receiving a lot of attacks mm. and. The job demands for law enforcement, law enforcement to be tough. Sometimes, right. like you say, you, you guys respond and you guys, all the law enforcement shows up to horrific scenes. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to come across or what's going to happen. Right. And the job demands for them to be tough. Yeah. They have no option. You can't right. just, you, know, you have to be tough. So Michelle has another, uh, we want to talk a little bit. So if you, if you want to go ahead and, and say the question. And, um, so the difficult challenge of surrendering and having an open heart to receive love. Because just like Miguel said, yeah. you guys do have a lot of attacks mm-hmm. um, that you guys go through. And it demands for you guys to be tough. Right. So mm-hmm. how do you open, you know, how do you surrender your life? Like, how do you accept love through, like, Christ, through your wife, um, through people? Yeah. Uh-huh. How were you able to open up and say, okay, I'm ready to receive. Right. Because I've been so used to being tough and, and you know, not receiving anything. I'll handle it my way. Yeah. You, you know, um, it's yeah you have to be you know um uh, you have to have a a tough exterior you know to be able to um come up and have that um what do you call it um it's a command presence mm-hmm. right an officer shows up got to have command presence mm-hmm. yes right got to have command of the situation because again they don't people usually don't call us when they're having a good time mm-hmm. right when they're you know everything is okay there's p- usually chaos going on Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that command presence, when you come into a room, uh, uh, 
a, a restaurant, whatever the case may be. You've got to come in with a, um, a an open mind, but officer safety. Mm-hmm. Officer safety, that's the first thing they teach you in the academy. That's yeah. the first thing they teach you on patrol training. Mm-hmm. Officer safety. You you got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You got to be ahead. Yeah. So if we're in a room, you're looking at the next room over. Mm-hmm. Who's in there? What's going on? Listening to, to certain things. Yeah, yeah, Completely yeah. alert of your surroundings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the same way as a man of God, you got to be aware of your surroundings spiritually. Mm. Come on. Because there's people that carry spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Evil spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you come into a situation, <laughs> that's why you got to be good, prayed up, man. Yeah. yeah. That's why when you come into a situation, you're alerted already by the Holy Spirit, that individual. Mm. Her. Yeah. A- and then you, okay, what's, what's going on here? And then who's telling the truth, mm-hmm. right? You have to discern. Oh, the discernment yeah. is that is, is that you know. I feel for those officers that don't have that supernatural ability. Mm. Come on, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're you're working on the physical now. Yeah. We fight against principalities mm-hmm. yeah. in high places, not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of officers feel that way i got to come up against you know so um and i'm sorry what was the question to give you <laughs> no yeah it's it's for you know for those law enforcement officers that that are they can't really open their heart or they they, they don't want therapy they don't they want to deal with it their their own way because right. they they're strength. just you know so used to being tough but i want to touch back on what you just mentioned right now because <clears throat> there's a truth in that that you know flesh gives birth to flesh mm-hmm. but spirit gives birth to spirit amen you know so for those officers that that don't have that you know they can't really tell or right man just get baptized (laughs) you know what uh get closer to the lord Mm -hmm. amen is that you draw closer to the lord his voice gets louder come on if you withdraw it gets weaker Mm. and now you're on your own yeah and i know what that's like yeah okay there was a time where i served god and then there was a time where i didn't Mm. yeah yeah and so i know the difference i know what it is to go into a situation and yeah. it's all you yeah 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 you you titled it in you your know. book uh leaving my first love one what, of my chapters what, yes what, one of your chapters yeah. yeah you know leaving the the lord and yeah wow so i'll just be honest because we can be honest yeah here, right? yes so, absolutely um, from 2004 up until february of this year and I spoke, this, I spoke about this at the men's conference. I had an up and down relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lukewarm. Mm. Yeah, I love the Lord and, you know, I want to go to church. And, but I still have things in the world that I'm yeah. still dabbling in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that you can't serve two masters. Yeah, mm. You're going to either love one and hate the other, mm-hmm. but you cannot do both. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just being, you know, yeah. straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a lukewarm Christian is the most, it's uh, the most miserable place you could be. Yes. Because you love God and you want to serve God, but your flesh still wants to do what it wants mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. yeah. And it's miserable because you, you, you uh, do the cravings of the flesh mm-hmm. and now you're being convicted. Like, yep. man, why did I do that? Man, I'm, I'm serving God and, and but the flesh is craving mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes yeah. let's just be real yeah and a lot of people are struggling with that mm-hmm. yeah. law enforcement or not yeah you know yeah. we love god we want to do it but we still love our flesh We're weak. so this year when i said i'm gonna write this book lord i'm gonna be obedient mm-hmm. come on and when i just said i surrendered completely completely yes Come on. That's when the Holy Spirit can download now. Ooh, starts trusting okay. you more. Right? Yes. Because now I'm walking. Yes. Yeah. And so when I'm typing away and the Lord is downloading, I mean, yeah, the Holy Spirit is downloading sights, sounds, smells back to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It yeah, flows. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the difference between serving God and being lukewarm mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to do both, man. Come on, hey, yes, yes, yes. Th- th- 
we can't do both. No. Yeah. Okay. And I'd love to say that since then, I'm straight. And they, no, there's still things that have gone on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all. Yeah. It's, but there's either two places that you're at. Yeah. You're either standing up or you're getting up. Mm-hmm. You never stay down. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hey, I, I messed up. I sinned. Lord, forgive me. I I confess that as sin. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And He is faithful and just to forgive mm-hmm. us of our sins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's not stay there. Yeah. That's true. Because Amen. you know that's where the defeat will 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 creep in and come in and you know unfortunately overtake. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. So I like the story of David. Right. Um. Uh, King Saul says, "Here, take my armor. Mm-hmm. You're going to fight this nine foot guy. Here, take my armor." So David puts it on, walks around a little bit, and says. Didn't uh-uh. fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit, man. Yeah. And, and this ain't me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to yeah. fight my own battles. Ooh, mm-hmm. come on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, to anyone out there, you got to fight your own battle. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got to fight the good fight the way God has trained you. Mm-hmm. Yes. With the armor that God gave you. Come Amen. on. Yeah. And after now you're, now you walk in authority. Ooh, Amen. that's so good. Because. The one who created you is behind you Amen. and covering you. you. Amen. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I know what it is to serve and not to serve and what it is to be all in and be lukewarm. Amen. Yeah, that was powerful. Yeah, that was. I want to share a little bit of scripture um, because we've, we've been talking about, you know, the attacks and not knowing the Lord and, and for those police officers that want to know a little bit more of the Lord and, and, so the scripture that I want to share um, is found in Psalms 23. Mm. And yeah. for all the law enforcement officers listening right now, you know, if you're driving or if you're, you know, in your lunch break or wherever you're at, if you're at home watching this, really pay attention to this. I want you to write it down. Psalms 23. And it's a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on. Amen. That's so powerful, good. man. So powerful. He prepares a table in the presence of your enemies. Amen. Isn't that powerful? You know, um, I, I want to share this one story where um, it's six o'clock in the morning and I'm, I'm going to work. And uh, this is at the college. So this is recent. And um, sun is just barely rising. And as I'm driving, it's a big campus. So as I'm driving around the campus, I just started thanking God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for my job. Thank you, Lord, for my truck. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for, you know, another day of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as I'm saying this, I'm getting emotional, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just feeling the spirit. I just, man, I'm in that zone. Yes. And I'm feeling him. And then the spirit tells me, this is what David used to do. Come on. I've never had that before. I never had that since. But when I was in that zone of just being grateful. You were praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. I was giving him. God honor and glory. Yes, yes, yes Man, yes. I was thanking him for covering me all these years of law enforcement, protecting me. Yeah. And you're in a good, sp- you're in a good place, When man. you're in you're a good place yes. and you feel the Lord. Yes. Man, I'm telling you, you're, you get to hear those, those yes. sweet little mm-hmm. nuggets, man, of saying, David used to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, That's man. powerful, man. Because you were able, I'm pretty sure you were able to recognize in that moment that even when you were not 100% there, the mm-hmm. Lord was with you. Yes. Amen. No matter Amen. what. Oh, I heard it. Yeah. There yeah. was places where I heard him. And, and, and Pastor Josiah, he's mentioned that a couple of times, is that even in that place, yeah. you'll still hear him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Can I be honest? Yeah. One night I'm in a bar by myself. I'm drinking a you know, alcohol, and I'm watching a football game. And I remember in my spirit hearing, 
thou shalt not have other gods before me. Mm. Football, alcohol, alcohol yeah. gods before There are other masters. Mm-hmm. And they're taskmasters because Ooh. they can, you know, that's why they call them fanatics, fans. Yeah. They're fanatics. Yeah. You know, that is a god. Yeah. Especially right now during football season. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So none of that, man. That's all over and done with. But in those, Amen. God is still faithful. Yes. Amen. God will still speak. Yes. Amen. Amen. I want to talk a little bit about how you gave it all to the Lord and he started downloading, the Holy Spirit started downloading for you to publish your book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this year too, you were speaking at a men's conference. Yes. And you've been speaking in connect groups. Yes. And now you're here in a podcast. And I feel like the Holy Spirit, the Lord is going to just extend your territory even more. He's trusting you with a little bit more. Amen. A little bit more here and there. And let me just, like, this part of the acknowledgement that I want to acknowledge you is that it doesn't matter if it's a pastor. It doesn't matter if it's a book publishing company. It doesn't matter if it's a a new podcast. You're saying yes to the Lord. Amen. You're saying yes to the Lord. And that's awesome. So I want to. Talk a little bit about fellowship, because I think that's that's the next step that that the Lord is going to entrust you with. Right. And I know you have in your heart to um, to start like a connect group with sheriffs uh-huh. or law enforcement. Law enforcement right. And maybe for those law enforcement officers that don't know the Lord, you want to bring them in. Yeah. You want to say, hey, we're going to have coffee right here. You, you, you know, for those listening right now, you guys are invited. You guys could check Amen. out his website. Yeah. We're going to put it on the screen. Solomon, if you could put his website on the screen so you guys could reach out to Ed Roman through his website. If you if you could speak a little bit of what you want to do um, in, in that connect group, because there's power in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's power in fellowship. Right. So um, just to uh, uh, piggyback on that. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, you know, when God extends your territory, mm-hmm. he doesn't give it to you all at once, right? Yeah. Can't. Mm-hmm. Just like a deputy sheriff, if a man or a woman wants to be in law enforcement, you can't just say, here I am. Give me my gun. Give me my badge here. I'm... No, you got to go through training. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, 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 right? yes. And then talk about the uniform where little by little, yeah. you get to wear. Right. Yes. So, and, and then when, when, you get through backgrounds and you get into the academy and you get your training, then they give you a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're yeah. training on the to, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then after that, the baton. Yeah. Right? So yeah. what I'm saying is um, God's not going to give you anything right away. Yeah. There are steps. Steps. That, yeah. yeah. And what you're saying is that territory. Amen. I, I agree with that. Amen. And but so what God is doing for me right now. Mm-hmm. Starting with obedience. Yes. As now, okay, here's a podcast. Yeah. Here's a connect group. Here's a men's conference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, That's so I, yeah. I'm excited for what God's going to do. Awesome. Amen. As long as I stay, you know, faithful to his word. Amen. Bottom line. Yeah. So uh, the question was, I'm sorry. About <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's awesome to see firsthand yeah. what obedience brings because mm-hmm. I was able to see you preach in, in men's conference. Uh-huh. So it's awesome to see that man, to say, man, he, he surrendered a hundred percent and God entrusted him with a book. Now God entrusted him to speak. Yeah. And now God is entrusting him. It, it, it's true. Little steps, uh-huh. but God is telling you, I'm going to trust you with this. What are you going to do with it? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's either you yes or no, or, or, and, and my question was, I know you have in your heart. You want to start that connect group with the law enforcement. Okay, right. Okay, there you so, go. So we want to talk a little bit about um, for them to reach out to you and to, to tell them what to expect, you know, yeah. prayer, fellowship, yeah. the benefits of it. Yeah. Well, uh, what has happened, um, I've, I've gone to, uh, there's a church that has law enforcement fellowship. Okay. And it's just law enforcement officers. And um, it's once a month and I've gone and I've been blessed. Amen. I've been able to plug the book to some of the officers there and stuff like that. So, um, but then I heard, Start one. Ooh, mm. come on. Yes. Like, oh, yes. And yes, you know yes. what's God? When I say, no, I don't want to <laughs> start one. Yeah. No, you know what's God. Because yeah. it's a sacrifice. It's it, difficult. Because yes. the spirit is saying, yes, start one. Yes. Yeah, okay, Lord. Yeah. And then the flesh the says, flesh. no. Yes. <laughs> I, that's when I know it's God. So, Amen. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is, uh, yeah, that's, that's in the works, um, starting a law enforcement fellowship, but possibly opening it up to fire also. 
as oh. a first responders. Mm. Awesome. That's awesome. Yes. 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 You know, how many of us are married and are struggling? Yeah. Mm. And, I, and I wish I had my wife here, but you can talk to her next time. <laughs> but um, because she's, um, she, I call her my lighthouse. Mm. Oh. That's beautiful. She's the one that brings my ship home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And at the, you know, the, in, in the turn of the century, sailors, that's what brought them into port yeah. was the lighthouse. Mm. Amen. Because they know I got to go towards that. But anyway, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, you can ask her all those questions and uh, she's a great <laughs> gal. But um, that's in my heart. And uh, eventually, yeah, that's what we're, you know, possibly going towards. Okay. And I know the Lord will open doors for that Amen. also. Amen. Yes. Um, yeah. Jesus. But why, why did I write this book? And, and it just... I wrote this book because I made a mess of my life. Mm -hmm. And now God has turned that mess into a message. Amen. Oh, that's powerful. Amen. Yes. And so, and I'll be honest, Matt, I wrote this book and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to write cool stories about the jail and patrol and some of the arrests I made and stuff like that. And then as I got into it, the Holy Spirit just, I mean, the Lord came in and just another level yeah 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 and yeah. i'm like lord i don't want to put myself out there yeah mm-hmm. it's not about me yeah. yeah it's about what he has done come mm-hmm. on me. amen yes, amen and so i'm like okay lord here we go so there were things that you, <laughs> you were know, hi- yeah. highlighting delete and- oh you know I, I mean yeah i read it and i cringe because it's yeah. like oh man it's a horrible time in my life yeah i'm fulfilling the lust of the flesh mm-hmm. and you know if we can go to galatians real quick mm-hmm. Let, yes. let, let's let's talk about what the flesh is all about, man. Because, Come on, yes. Um, the uh, well, yeah. The, I kind of um wanted to talk about it, and it was in Galatians, right? Galatians chapter five, I believe, and it talks about um the flesh and the um, walking in the spirit. Okay. And the two contrasts, right? And I had it's it here. There. You got it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so Galatians 6, 8. Oh, 6, 8. There you go. So the one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature, he will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Come on. When you're in your flesh, you're destructive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't start drinking alcohol until I was 32 years old. Wow. Wow. Because at six years old, I said, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't take my first drink of alcohol and say, man, I'm going to lose my marriage, lose my kids. And become a reprobate. I didn't. I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's how the enemy comes in, through a crack. And then it becomes a full-on gaping hole mm-hmm. in someone's life. Yes. Yeah. I knew what it was to serve God and love God, and then I know what it was not to. Whew. Yeah. And that's a stark contrast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because light has nothing to do with darkness yeah mm-hmm. and we can i mean we can do another show on just my my marriage mm-hmm. and, and how that was on the verge of complete and utter destruction mm-hmm. wow. yeah but god but god by the grace of god but yes. god and so I'd like to read one more scripture yeah, if I could, because Go ahead, brother. Yes. this is my life, and it sums it up. Ephesians 2, my favorite scripture in the Bible, mm. man. Come on. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, <laughs> in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Mm. All of us, all of us also lived among them at one time, 
gratifying the cravings of their sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Mm. Wow. But God. But God. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Amen. So yes. That's, that's, I'm just going to say, that's me. That's you, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Wow. I was an object of wrath. Mm. And I was headed to destruction. But God, in his grace and his mercy, and only by his grace, mm -hmm. I sit here yeah. and I'm able to talk about him and to talk about the great things that he's done. Yeah. The great things that he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That to me is just sums it up my life. That's powerful, Ed. That's, that's powerful. Amen. And for the law enforcement officer that's listening right now, you know that spoke to you too, man. Mm. I'm telling you right now, you know that spoke to you too, because there's so many law enforcement officers out there. We were just talking about there's over six hundred thousand and mm -hmm. those that are still going through, you know, to to become law enforcement officers and Sometimes if you feel that you're you're in that moment of your life where you, you everything's not going your well your your way you're you're going to work and it's not fulfilling anymore mm -hmm. you're just mad all the time, man. That there's a way to get out of that and yes. and Edward mm -hmm. just shared with it. Amen. It just shared with us what you know what it means to you know get that wrath out of you. Amen. You know and and live a man. How how good is it to live with Christ? Ed, it feels good, right? Peace. You're you're free. Free. Come mm -hmm. on, man. Right. Yes. When yeah. you're in the world, you think you're free. No, you're in yeah. bondage. Yes. Bondage. Yeah. 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 When you're in Christ, you're free. Come mm -hmm. on. That's beautiful. Amen. 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 And uh, you just mentioned to the yeah. There's over well approximately six hundred thousand law enforcement officers in the United States, mm -hmm. and that's military, federal, state, county, mm -hmm. you know, city, and um. All of them, I would say, well, not all, but most, most of them have one thing in mind, and that is to protect lives and property. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we, what we were called to do. It's a core and value. That's, what, that's our core value. Thank you. Yeah. That's the core value of law enforcement yeah. is to protect lives and property. So amongst the many other things, yeah. of course. Yeah. But um, I wasn't able to move forward until a very, very important um, psalm came to me. And if you so desire to get closer to God, you got to repent. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Let's just call it what it is, man. Yeah. Open your heart. Open your heart to what God has. And if there's things in there that are not right, yeah. you got to repent. Yeah. And that's why I love Psalms 51. Let's hear it, brother. Yes. Um, this is the psalm that, okay, Lord, he brought to me mm -hmm. in that, that time. And I was able to like, okay, I'm going to let it go all right here. Mm -hmm. Because this psalm David wrote after he had sinned with Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. And after he was confronted by Nathan the prophet. Mm -hmm. So... Um, in Psalms 51.1, this is my prayer and this is what I prayed. Mm. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Mm. Wash me, oh, uh, wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from sin. And then I go down to 11. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me the willing spirit to sustain me. Mm -hmm. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will turn back to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's what's going beautiful. on in my life today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The liberty, the freedom to say, yeah. man, I was bound. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm not. You know, what do we do when we take someone to jail? We got to put them in handcuffs, right? Yeah handcuffs so that I can control the situation, mm. control someone into doing what I need them to do. Mm. 
And that's what the enemy does. (laughs) Come on, brother. Go there. Go there. He will come. And if you allow him, there's a lot of people that will just turn around and put their hands behind their back willingly. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And the enemy comes and put the handcuffs on Mm -hmm. and guides you and directs you and has control of you. Bondage. Bondage. Wow. Wow. What does God do? By the blood of the lamb. Yeah. Jesus, mm-hmm. he comes and he's got the key to unhandcuff you Amen. and give you freedom. Come Amen. on. Yes. He's our redeemer. Amen. There was times I walked into the jail and I was more in jail than those inmates. Wow. Wow. Because of the spiritually speaking, mm-hmm. being bound in my, my flesh. That is yeah. so deep. And yeah. to have to carry that. And to carry that yeah, and yeah. knowing that I'm hurting people. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you a story. Um, one night, and this is, a, again, being obedient to the Holy Spirit. One night, um, this is the graveyard shift. So lights out at 10 o'clock. 2,200 hours, lights out, everybody asleep. Okay. There's a module, uh, a, a living uh, quarters for the inmates, okay. 40 inmates. It's two-tier. So we get all the inmates at the bottom, and then we got a clear count, meaning your name... Your name has to match what's on my list. Mm-hmm. So I know you're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So reading the names off, check the wristband. Okay. Once I read your name, go upstairs. So from downstairs, upstairs, count is cleared. All the names I'm calling out, Rodriguez, Garcia, Gomez, Martinez, every single inmate. And I'm, I'm getting stirred in my spirit, right? Mm. They all go up to upstairs. Okay, we're clear. And as I'm about to step out of the, the housing location, I hear, tell them. Listen up. I'm speaking to 40 men. Yeah. Every name I read is of Hispanic descent. I said, you guys are better than this. Mm. I said, you've got mothers, grandmothers, wives, and children praying and crying over you. Come on. Right now. Mm -hmm. Because you want to be here, you're selfish, and Mm -hmm. you don't care about them. And you can hear a pin drop. I'm talking to men. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, start doing what's right. Mm -hmm. Don't be selfish. Yeah. Love your family. Amen. Good night, gentlemen. Wow. And I got, I mean, it was like Mookie Betts hitting a grand slam at Dodger <laughs> Stadium, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, wow. uh, the ovation and the, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were preaching to them, brother. I Come was. on. Yes. And That's the reason powerful. why yeah. is because God loves them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. God loves their family. Yes. Yes. And to be used in that capacity yeah. to say, man, you're selfish. Give that up and start loving and doing mm-hmm. what's right. Yes. Yeah. Because these guys know. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as I hit mom Ooh. or children or that tugs at their heart because yeah. they they know for mm-hmm. a fact, man, my jefita, she's at home and she's like, man, I know she's worried about me. And, and yeah. they know they're praying. Come on. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So maybe not all of them got touched, but I'm going to gather to say that yep. the majority did. Yes. Yeah. And because of that, that's that seed again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you drop. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's yes. true. Yeah. And to for you to walk in that obedience and, and say. The obedience. You know what? All right. I'm going to just <laughs> let it loose and pray to them. You Amen. Know? That's Amen. awesome. And, and that's the same thing with your book. I know you're not doing it. And, and just like for us, we're not doing it for the numbers, bro. We're not. No. But if it's just one person. Right. That reaches out to you through your website, yeah. through church, through a connect group Amen. that tells you, hey, Brother Ed, Amen. because of your book, because of the work you've done, because of men's conference, because of your podcast. Right. I decided to go to a church. I got mm. connected. I gave my right. life to it. That's, yeah. that's what matters, man. Yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. You know, just yeah. that one. We're yeah. not here for the numbers, like I said, but Amen. man, that's awesome. Is it okay? Can you share a little bit of um, fostering? Oh, Goodness, yeah. Yes. Because um, I, I really want, like, the, the reason 
of this podcast too is for the listeners to to get to know the author of the book yeah. and to get to know your heart and your wife's heart all she yes. did with fostering man i know yeah. it's not easy sometimes yeah. uh, a lot of kids were going in and out of your house right. some ran away yeah. some when they would go back it that was it was tore you guys' heart apart and there right. was one there was a, a yeah. girl that we're going to talk about but before we get there if you could just share a little bit yeah um uh, in 1996, uh, we were pregnant with our second child and, um, we lost her through fetal demise mm. at almost six months. Mm. So, uh, Linda had to give the, uh, my wife had to give the birth, you know, had to birth mm -hmm. and it was stillborn yeah. and uh, it was a girl. Mm. So that was, you know, it was tough. So years later, uh, I had my two sons and um, we ran into my wife's cousin who was fostering and they had little girls mm -hmm. and we just felt the calling to open up our home mm -hmm. to foster. Yeah. Um, fostering is not easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're bringing people into your home. Yeah with who knows what they've got. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't matter to us because we were being obedient. Mm -hmm. Come on. Okay. So uh, we became foster parents and, uh, and it was through Olive Crest. Mm. And so you got to go through training and, you know, uh, have your home, you know, secure, yeah. so on and so forth. So we did that and we started fostering children. And um, when you bring disorder into somewhat order, they don't want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and we were doing teenagers. <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. So they're not used to that. So they're not used to order. Yeah. Mm -mm. And that's probably why they would, okay, that's a good house. Put them, in, they're troubled. Put them in that house. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, so um, a lot of these kids didn't want to be told when to go to bed. To be told, you know, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, they just yeah. know we're going to church. I don't want to go to church. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to church. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So um, we had a few that ran away, just like, peace out, you know, and they didn't want anything to do with us. Okay. Yeah. But one 15-year-old beautiful flower came into our home. Mm. And we just knew you're different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I won't go into why she was in our home, but it was not a good situation where she was at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they brought her to our house. And um, from the get go, I just thought, oh my goodness, you're just different. Smart. I remember she had cuts on her face. Her clothing was kind of, mm -hmm. she looked disheveled, you mm -hmm. know. Wow. So, um, she says, uh, oh, I tell her, yeah, you know what? Hey, we have, you know, locks on the doors for, you know, she goes, I'm not going to leave. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so long story short, um, a week later, she says, can I call you dad? Yeah. yeah. And I said, Mihai, that, that would be an honor. She goes, I don't like to call you Ed. Mm -hmm. Can I call you dad? And I said, I've been dad since then. Come mm -hmm. on. That's beautiful. She's 37 years old now. Yeah. And that's my daughter yeah. and, and I'm dad and she'll, you know, I'm a Raider fan <laughs> and she'll text me, Hey dad, sorry for your loss. <laughs> you know, They lose a lot, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, but, um, that's the kind of relationship that we have. And I love your heart, man. You the know? Bible says that we have to be fathers to the fatherless. Amen. Come on, man. That's Amen. awesome. Yeah. And, you know, everyone, that's why I want you guys to pick up the book because he talks about this story mm -hmm. with Alejandra. Yeah, Alejandra. You know, yeah. and, and I, you know, I got tearful when I read that because I don't know my real dad. Mm. I have a stepdad, so I could relate, not in the same way, yeah. but when I read, I'm going to just read it from the book a little bit. Um, in this paragraph, it says, but Alejandra was different. For the first couple of days, she called me Ed. Then I remembered one afternoon, she came to me and asked, I don't want to call you Ed. Can I call you dad? Amen. Amen. And then Ed says that he hadn't had a bigger smile in a while. Yes, of course. It would be an honor, Mika. Amen. Man, when I read that, bro, like it, it I got the chills. I got yeah. tearful because I was like, 
That's how I feel when I told my stepdad, can I call you dad? Yeah. Man, that's powerful. Solomon, yeah. if you could put the picture of um, Linda and Alejandro, yeah. there they are right there. Those are my beauties. Man, that is so beautiful, man. And, you know, um, Linda, it says in your book, Linda and Alejandro became close. And I believe Linda's found this dream was to have a daughter. And today, Alejandro is a wonderful mother and wife and is employed as a flight attendant for a major airline. Mm, amen. That's beautiful, mm. man. Amen. So hey, if, if for the listener right now, you guys want to hear an amazing story. You, Ed's book, buy the book from the book, has so many yeah. awesome, amen. awesome stories. Yes. And, and and it's it's genuine. It's he was it, it, it's, it's raw. Yeah, it's raw. Personal, yeah. vulnerable. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Opened up so much. And for yeah. people who are going through difficult times, law enforcement, because I just I want to go back with how they deal with things a lot of them like you said suppress it yeah a lot of them you guys do go and see are like in the scenes where it's very difficult uh -huh. and you guys carry all of that right. and it's like how do you guys work through it how do you guys manage that yeah. right because yeah. it's it's big on mental health yeah and it's like a lot of them try to deal with it on their own mm -hmm. yeah. and how like thankfully like you knew who to go to but even when you didn't have god you lived through that yeah and yeah. you it was like well, even when you mentioned it like it was deep and it was dark yeah dark and um, i can't even imagine the people that don't know of christ yeah. and are dealing with it on their own and how yeah. it affects not just them but their families you just see the worst of humanity mm. i mean um i've taken people have thrown d cell batteries at me what? uh frozen water bottles <sighs> urine i've been spat upon um you know it's just, um, yeah, you have to have that coping mechanism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people turn to alcohol. Some people turn to, you know, whatever. Um, and at that time, I had the Lord. And that's who I turned to. Amen. And so that's why it was like, I'm able to go through this. The, that's why he says, the valley of the shadow mm -hmm. of death. You yeah. are with me. Yes, come on. Yeah. Yes, you know, law enforcement needs to hear that, man. Yeah, and so uh, to all my brothers and sisters out there in blue and tan and green, and you know, um, if you don't know God, get to know Him. Yes. If you Amen. do know Him, get to know Him better. Amen. Because that is an outlet that will never ever fail you. Come Amen. on. Yes. So Amen. that's awesome. Amen. Well, there's definitely way more, like you said, uh, yeah. your marriage is a testimony of itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we're kind of running out of time now. But, man, let me just say that, you know, we acknowledge that God has been moving in your life. Amen. Um, but we have one final question that we uh -huh. ask all of our guests. Yeah. And it's a question found in the Bible. Okay. Um, and it's found in Matthew 16, 13, and it says that, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Mm. But what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? So it's evident that, that Jesus made it personal. Jesus said, yeah, that, that's what the world says about me. Mm -hmm. But what about you? Yeah. So in the same way we want to ask you, Ed, we acknowledge that God has been moving in your life, but who do you say Jesus is personally to you? Amen. Um, what he is, uh, first and foremost, my savior. Amen. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, people don't want to talk about what he did on the cross for us. Ooh, mm -hmm. come on. He suffered, bled, and died, and he took my place mm -hmm. on that cross. Come on. We're all descendants of wrath. Yeah. Yeah. But God comes in, gave his son for me, and took my place on the cross so that I can take his place in heaven. Mm -hmm. mm, that's good. Yeah. And um, I read uh, at the men's conference um, Revelations 19, and I'd like to read that, and I'll end yes. it with that. Sounds good. Um, I'd like to preface just by saying that um, for a long time, I diminished that work on the cross in my life. I made light of it. I even forgot about it. Mm -hmm. But today, this is who Jesus is to me. Mm -hmm. 
Revelations 19.11 I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice, he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on a white horse and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which he will strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has the name written, King of King and Lord of Lords. Mm. And that's the Jesus that I serve today. Wow. Amen. That's powerful. Amen. That's so beautiful. Wow. Well, thanks, Ed. Um, thanks for sharing that. We want to go ahead and, and take a moment to acknowledge you, and, and we could go ahead and pray, uh, end it with prayer. We Amen. want to ask you if you could you know, pray for all the law enforcement sure. officers. And, but before that, we want to acknowledge you for, for you, your continuous um, effort and sacrifice of showing up. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you for that because we, you know, we see your heart for being of service Amen. to the world in, with law enforcement and being of service to, to men and women of God with your book. With your conferences, you've you've shown up at men's conference, uh, marriage conferences. Mm -hmm. um, now with this podcast, and now with you want you want to do a you know a connect group with with law enforcement and yes. uh, and at a cafe. So we want to acknowledge you yeah. for that heart of being of service. Amen. Amen. And um, we want to we want we want all the listeners right now to go to um, Amazon or go to a book uh, Barnes and Noble, Barnes and Nobles, uh -huh. and or check out Ed's website and and pick up a few copies of of by the book from the book by ed roman um if, if for you for the listener if, if you know anyone that's going into law enforcement or that's already an officer pick up a copy and, and gift it to them uh, you yeah. know christmas is coming up and, and you know it's the, they're gonna find so much value Thank in you, this book yes, yes. Yeah. there's a lot of stories it's very eloquently written there's a lot of good words that i'm even learning from it i'm like <laughs> oh my god let me highlight those words and it's you an know, easy read it's it is, it is an know? easy read yeah so you know, we highly recommend it. We want everyone to pick up some, you know, some copies and gift them or even for yourself. Amen. And, um, you know, I wrote down some stuff because I don't want to miss these stuff, man, because, you know, it's it's um, we we really acknowledge everything that you've you've been doing. And um, Solomon, if you could put the uh, the picture of 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 Ed and his wife. There they are. <laughs> That's from six years ago. Yeah. Six years ago, you guys have been sharing your testimony you guys have the heart the heart to share Amen. and and be vulnerable and and not worry what the enemy says like oh what are people going to think what are people going to say man you're doing this for the lord yeah. come on somebody Amen. Mm -hmm. so Amen. we acknowledge you all the work that you guys have been doing ed it's not going unseen yeah. amen come on and Thank let you. me just tell you something you're building a legacy amen, amen. because amen. when we're gone when we go to heaven the work that the Lord has ordained you to do is still going to stay here mm -hmm. for God. generations. Amen. Amen. Just like David, he he's, he did his what he had to do for his generation. You're doing what you got to do for this generation. Amen. You know, so your book, this podcast is going to stay in this world forever. Praise God. Yeah. Forever. Yes. So your generation, generations are going to be able to hear grandpa. They're going to be able yeah. to read you. Imagine that. And <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be able to hear you Amen. now through yeah. this podcast. Yeah. So we thank you. We thank you for, yes. for being here, for saying yes to the Lord. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and another thing that I really want to point out is that you are very humble. Yes. Oh, thank you. From the bottom mm -hmm. of my heart, you are yes. humble because you have your book. We're just starting. This podcast yeah. is just starting. But what if you would have said, ah, I don't know, they should, ah, they're not as influential, but you're saying yes to the Lord. Yeah. Amen. It doesn't matter what, but if, if there's a door, you're saying, I'll do it, Lord. <laughs> Man, that's powerful. Well, you know, in, in Proverbs 16, it, it talks about, you know, pride comes before a fall and a haughty spirit mm. before destruction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I know what that was like, but being humble, man. It, it just opens your eyes to a whole new world wow. to who God is, because that's the only way he's going to operate Come on. when you're humble. 
Yeah. 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 And you take nothing for granted. That's awesome. Yeah. And you remain in that state of gratitude. Amen. Yes. Yes. Just stay grateful, man. That's true. You know, I got an older truck. I'd love a new truck. But I'm grateful for my little, my yes. garcancha. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grateful I'm for grateful that for thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's just staying in it. And thank you for acknowledging that, brother. Yeah, man. Amen. So if if we, you could go ahead and, and um, just pray for all the law enforcement sure. officers listening right now. Um, so they could get to, to know who the Lord is and Amen. just pray a, co a covering over them. Okay. So, Father, right now we just... Uh, Thank you for your goodness and your mercy in our lives, Lord. We thank you for all that you are showing us. And I thank you um, for this couple, Father, that uh, you have put a desire and a calling in their lives, Lord. And I thank you for their obedience. Yes. But right now we lift up all the law enforcement officers on a federal level, yes. state, county, municipal. All these officers, men and women, who put on the armor to mm -hmm. go out and fight the good fight. Yes. yes, Father. I pray, dear God, that you continue to protect them, that you would have a, your hand upon them wherever they go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I pray that if they don't know you, that they would come to know you. Yes. Yes, and that if they do know you, that they would know you on another level, Lord. Yes, Father. So I thank you for them, their sacrifices. I pray for their families, their children. Yes. yes. Father, that you would give them an understanding of what they go through daily. Yes. And, and Lord, I pray for their children, that they would love their parents as law enforcement officers, knowing that they are doing good for society. Yes. Yes. So we just thank you once again for your mercy, for your goodness in our lives. Yes. Protection and favor on our officers out there yes. today. Yes, Father. And continuously, Father, give them insight, wisdom, and knowledge yes, yes, to yes. do what's right and to enforce the laws and protect yes, society. Yes, so we thank you for this morning. Mm -hmm. We bless you, Father. Yes, we give Lord. you honor and glory yes, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you Amen. for your transparency and everything that you have shared today. Mm. For those that are listening, we just want to thank you. Uh, like, share, subscribe, guys. Yes. Uh, we're just so thankful for this, for God entrusting us. And I just pray that it speaks to you. Like Ed said, that you receive, you come with an open heart and receive with uh, the wisdom, the understanding, Lord. Uh, we're just excited. So we'll Amen. see you guys. Thank you, Ed. Oh, you're welcome. We love you guys. Thank you. <laughs>